is Garrison Hardy with your Cross Politic Daily News Brief for Wednesday, January 17th, 2024. Are you subscribed to our Cross Politic email list? If you're not, you really should be. Being subscribed to our email list means you won't miss any updates about CrossPolitik or the Fight Laugh Feast Network. You'll hear about what's on the schedule for the week, live events, conference updates, Rowdy Christian merch, updates from other shows within the Fight Laugh Feast Network, and you'll hear from sponsors on the show as they seek to take dominion for God's kingdom in the business world. To subscribe, simply enter your email address at the bottom of the page at FightLaughFeast.com. Again, that's FightLaughFeast. Now we get to the news and we start in Iowa. Trump narrowly denied clean sweep of Iowa's 99 counties by one vote. President Donald Trump won 98 out of 99 Iowa counties during Monday's dominating victory in the Republican caucuses. The one county that did not go for Trump was Johnson County, where former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley led Trump by one vote with 99% of votes counted. Haley received 1,271 votes, approximately 35.5% of the vote in Johnson County, while Trump received 1,270 votes, according to GOP officials in the state. Haley finished third statewide behind Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Trump pulled in a majority of votes with 51%. Haley claimed her third-place finish was evidence of momentum when considering polling numbers in upcoming primary states, saying, quote, When you look at how well we're doing in New Hampshire, in South Carolina, and beyond, I can safely say tonight Iowa made this Republican primary a 2 person race, Haley said. DeSantis visited every county and invested significant time and resources in the Hawkeye State and weeks ago was predicting he would win the caucuses. Recently, he had been saying he embraced the underdog role in the state, saying, quote, because of your support, in spite of all what they threw at us, we got our ticket punched out of Iowa, DeSantis said in his speech. DeSantis outperformed some polling predictions on Monday night, finishing at roughly 21%, when the real clear politics average of polls showed him at 15.7% before votes were cast. They threw everything at Ron DeSantis, a senior DeSantis campaign official told Fox News Digital late Monday night. They couldn't kill him. He is not only still standing, but he's now earned his ticket out of Iowa. This is going to be a long battle ahead, but that is what this campaign is built for. The stakes are too high for this nation, and we will not back down. Trump currently holds large leads in the polls in both New Hampshire and South Carolina. The president, according to the Real Clear Politics average of polls, holds a 14-point lead in New Hampshire and a 30-point lead in South Carolina. Speaking of Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley refuses more presidential debates unless Trump participates. Nikki Haley said she would not participate in any further primary debates unless frontrunner Donald Trump is on stage. The president won in a landslide on Monday in the Iowa caucuses, the first contest of the 2024 presidential nomination. Haley placed third, as I mentioned earlier. Governor DeSantis accused Haley of not wanting to answer tough questions on topics such as her alleged dealings with aircraft manufacturer Boeing while she was governor of South Carolina. Quote, the reality is that she is not running for the nomination. She's running to be Trump's VP, DeSantis posted to X. He continued, I won't snub New Hampshire voters like both Nikki Haley and Donald Trump and plan to honor my commitments. I look forward to debating two empty podiums in the Granite State this week, end quote. The next GOP primary debate is scheduled for Thursday, days before the New Hampshire primary on January 23rd. Polls have Haley running just behind Trump in the state, some polls by as little as seven points. 
And also, Vivek Ramaswamy suspends presidential campaign and endorses Donald Trump. Presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy, fresh off of a fourth-place finish in Iowa, addressed his supporters and announced that he is suspending his campaign. Ramaswamy spoke for just about 10 minutes before taking questions and comments from supporters. He told his supporters that he'd promised them that he would tell the truth and be realistic, and that acknowledging hard truths required him to say there was no path for him to be the nominee. He told his supporters that he is committed to America First principles and that Trump is the candidate who will do things like getting rid of the deep state, restoring national pride, and eliminating a chunk of federal bureaucracy. He ended his comments by assuring his supporters that this is just the start of their movement. Moving on, we go to the NYPD. The NYPD stop a man for smoking in the subway, then arrest him on murder charges from 2020. Man was arrested for an alleged murder that took place in Queens in 2020 after he was stopped by the New York Police Department for smoking in the subway. Brooklyn Transit cops stopped the 36-year-old Luis Hernandez after he was seen smoking on the subway on Friday. Under normal circumstances, Hernandez would have been released on a simple court summons, but he was held up. After officers scanned his name and found out he was wanted for murder, this according to the Daily News. Police took Hernandez to Queens and showed him video and photos showing him at a murder scene on the 31st Street near 36th Avenue in Astoria, according to authorities. Police say Hernandez and three or four others took part in the murder of Richard Hernandez, age 21, on February 9th in 2020. Quote, Mr. Hernandez has pleaded not guilty and fully intends on fighting the charges against him. That was his attorney, Mohamed Rabda, who told the Daily News on Monday. And he continued, Mr. Hernandez is a committed father of a young child. He is a hardworking immigrant who has held a stable job in a meat processing plant for years. He completely maintains his innocence and looks forward to his day in court, end quote. Hernandez has no prior arrests and was arraigned in Queens Criminal Court on Sunday. The victim, who was not related to Louise, was out with friends when a fight erupted. Witnesses told the Daily News that at least one attacker was armed with a machete and another with a knife. The victim was slain just a few blocks away from where he lived and ultimately could not be saved after being taken to Mount Sinai, Queens. Three other men sustained minor wounds during the brawl, police reported at the time. Police said on Monday that the attack was linked to gang activity. Authorities remain in pursuit of Hernandez's accomplices. And now this, coming soon. Someone made a parody showing what flights will look like in our progressive future. Ah, diversity, equity, and inclusion. It's to die for. Welcome aboard, folks. We are very proud to share that your pilot is the most diverse pilot on record. She is a three foot two inch transgender pansexual Native American man who identifies as a six foot tall Korean woman. Any volunteers to help reach the controls are welcome. You will want to buckle up as her epilepsy is often triggered by the flashing lights in the cockpit. Remember to keep a whisper volume level as she may have to consult instructional videos as a refresher during the flight. Now, can we get a big cheer for diversity? And here you thought Final Destination was just a work of fiction. If you want to watch the video rather than just hearing it, you can do so by finding the link in my show notes. And now it's time for my favorite topic, sports. 
Buckle up, Cowboy fans. Gabe, this one's for you. Jerry Jones, visible anger after Cowboys' humiliating loss to Green Bay. As expected, the Cowboys-Packers game was a blowout. Unexpectedly, it was the Cowboys who got blown out. The Packers raced to a 27-7 halftime via a fast-paced, deep-ball attacking offense, complemented by an explosive running game from Aaron Jones and aided by two interceptions from a defense that seemed determined to make everyone forget about their late-season struggles. Trailing 48-16 to with less than six minutes to go, the Cowboys flurried for two scores to make things look more respectable, but while things may have looked better on the scoreboard, judging by the expression on Cowboys owner Jerry Jones' face, it didn't really help matters. Nor did things look any better when Jones walked towards the locker room with his entourage. Jones's words couldn't have been very consoling to head coach Mike McCarthy or quarterback Dak Prescott. And just a quick warning, there's a little language involved. Get that son of a bitch off the field right now. Out. He's fired. He's fired! Oh, I'm sorry. What he actually said was, quote, I say this to our fans, how much you deserve us not to have this ending. He told reporters this immediately after the loss. In no way have I spent any of my time over the last three hours asking how and why. And what I'm zeroed in on is the fact that I thought we were positioned. Everybody in this room thought we were in a position to advance this thing in the playoffs and maybe get as far as our dreams might take us. We didn't do it. End quote. Sorry, Gabe, not America's team yet. But in any case, that is your news for today. This has been your Cross Politic Daily News Brief. If you like the show, go ahead and hit that share button for me down below. If you want to sign up for a pub membership, a magazine subscription, or tickets to our next conference in Dallas Fort Worth, that's on Reformation Day, by the way, head on over to fightlaughfeast.com. And as always, if you want to send me a news story, if you want to ask about our conference this year, or if you want to become a corporate partner of Cross Politic, email me at garrison at fightlaughfeast.com. For Cross Politic News, I'm Garrison. Harding. Have a great rest of your day, and Lord bless.